You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. episode of the filthy fantasy football show the show that is not afraid to say fuck as always it's your boys king josh josh the king and big rome what's going on you so first off i want to apologize for beating you in dynasty by less than half a point <sighs> that's just we were depressing. We, we were talking about it a little bit before the show and uh i i thought because i had a 20 something point lead going into the game you had Adam Thielen left, taking on the Bears. I was like, fuck it. I got this. And then Thielen scored within, like, five minutes. And I was like, oh, fuck. I might not have this. And then the game got <laughs> very quiet for him. And and I was just teetering by up. I was up by, like, eight or seven and change. And I was like, motherfucker. And then uh, he scored that touchdown right at the end of the game. And I was like, fuck, I just lost. Oh, well, whatever. Like, my team, I was in first place in Dynasty, so I was like, whatever, I can I can handle a loss. But then when I looked, I won the game by Adam Thielen scoring because it secured the win for Minnesota, yeah. and I was up by .4. And just, uh, yep, absolutely. I mean, that's just that's game flow, right? That's the hardest part yeah. when you're sitting there and you understand what you're actually looking at, and you're just going, this is it. I'm watching that game at the end. It's like I'm praying for for anything, it, like score somehow Chicago, so they have to go down and try to score. Other than that, they were just gonna feed Delvin Cook, which they did. He's a monster. Delvin Cook's so good at football. <laughs> He's a monster, man. Just, it, you know, it, it's crazy. Like the athleticism some of these players possess, especially for like the size of them. You're like, yeah. how are you this big and that goddamn athletic? Because Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, I mean, they list him at 5'10", 210. There's, dude, that fool, he's like 230. You can't tell me that guy's 210. <laughs> like, look at his fucking legs. Yeah, I don't, his legs I don't are, know. His legs are 100 pounds each. <laughs> but, all right, well, with that being said, uh, today we're going to take a look at the news around the league, and then we will dive into your NFC matchups for Week 11. Um, first off, Duke Johnson missed Wednesday's practice with an illness, but also who cares because he had the full gambit to himself, but they looked terrible against uh, Cleveland last week. You know, I mean, he just he didn't, he did not produce. And now you're taking. I tried to say it. Now, I tried to say it. Yeah, Don't no. jump on this guy's bandwagon. Now you're he's taking Duke Johnson, and he's just he's this is what he's been. It's what he's been his whole career. Yeah, he's a good change of pace, pass catching back. Right. You know, he came in, he ran up against Jacksonville, but then Cleveland has a decent defense. You know, he went 14 for 54. And, but, and then surprisingly only had one target in the passing game. But then again, Deshaun Watson didn't look very good last week as well. And, I mean, you, you can't imagine him all of a sudden playing much better against New England when yeah. New England's defense is a little bit better than Cleveland's. Yeah, I would say. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater practiced on a limited basis on Wednesday. Uh, turns out it was a minor MCL sprain, which luckily it wasn't the knee that where his leg almost fell off a couple years ago. 
Um, yeah. I hope Teddy Bridgewater play. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Dude, he's kind of putting together a nice little, a nice little season. Well, he he's quietly the quarterback nine on the year. Wow. I no, I was actually surprised when I saw that. I was like, really? All right. Like, hey, go Teddy Bridgewater. Seriously, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, Joe Mixon was held out of Wednesday's practice. Um, he hasn't played since week six, um, so it looks like he's probably not going to practice again or play this weekend. Um, they could have just put him on the short-term IR, but you know who, they just kept him on the bench for some reason. Hmm. So you know, looks like another week of Gio Bernard, but Gio didn't do a whole lot. But DeAndre Swift looked really good against the Washington football team last week. So who knows? Gio, Gio, yeah, might. he did. DeAndre Swift is so good. Like, I, you know, because I, I, I have an affinity for the Detroit Lions because my brother's actually a really big Detroit Lions fan. God, and, I'm so sorry. Uh, me too. It, even he says he hates that he's the Lions fan. But DeAndre Swift, he's such a talented uh, running back. You know, I loved him coming out of Georgia. And to see them finally going like, hey, this guy's a lot better than carry on and AP. Let's use this guy. Yeah. And I mean, it's it, it only took half the season. Yeah, but they finally figured it out. When you're when you're eliminated from the playoffs, basically. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, exactly. the season doesn't matter. Matt Patricia should really – I don't know why he's the head coach. There's a couple of head coaches that are real head scratchers. Like Adam Gase? Right yeah. You know what's funny? People are like, Adam Gase was good. It's like, no, it's because Peyton Manning was his quarterback. Yeah. And Peyton Manning called the plays. Like, the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Calvin Ridley practiced on a limited basis on Wednesday. So Ridley missed week nine. Then they had the week ten bye. So right now it seems like Sunday could still be up in the air. But a limited practice seems like the the right direction, which I hope Ridley comes back. Although at the same time, I don't know. Their season's lost for Atlanta. So. Yeah, it's I, I have a hunch he'll play. I just it's a gut feeling here that he's you know they they let him sit the bye week the week before the bye week as well he should be good to go I think he's seeing a seeing a limited practice on a Wednesday is is probably a good thing yeah I, I think he'll play which I I hope he does because Julio Jones is really kind of clicking and and I mean the absence of Calvin Ridley hasn't really affected him all that much I mean you know he went five for fifty four with a touchdown before the bye week. But, I mean, if you look at the games that he had when Ridley was still in, just for instance, 8 for 37 and two touchdowns, 8 for 97, 7 for 137. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it helps when you have other receivers to, to divert some of the attention. Right. So, uh, Gardner Minshew says that the thumb is still banged up and won't return for week 11. So, looks like we've got another week of Jake Luton. No, All right. Not that anyone cares. Just, yeah. It, it popped up on the thing. Your homeboy, LaVisca Chenault, didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, he was held yeah. out against the pra- Packers last week, so looks like he might miss again for week 11, which is important. I like LaVisca. So. I mean, I, I was real high on him coming in. I still am. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I just, he he's, his knock was he was a bit injury prone coming in. Mm-hmm. That was his knock in college. But hey, it's I guess he is what he is. He played a good half the season, and now he's starting to taper down. I mean, this happens though with a lot of the rookies coming in. They're not used to the grind of a sixteen or seventeen week season. 
that they're not used to it. They they play ten to eleven games. If they make the playoffs, they play like what thirteen. Yeah. In a season, they're not they're not used to it. Their body's not ready for the wear and tear. But taking on, and Pitt- I think you see that with him. But taking on Pittsburgh, you know, you want any playmaker, any and all playmakers that you could possibly get. <laughs> But, but if you're those playmakers, you're like, I think I'll pass. Yeah. I don't really want to. <laughs> uh, moving on, Sneaky Pete Carroll, the liar, liar, pants on fire, said that Chris Carson was going – he said he was definitely going to play week 11 against the Cardinals. However, Adam Schefter, who is more credible, states that Chris Car- Carson is unlikely to play week 11 against the Cardinals um, because of that, that foot injury. Um Pete Carroll was saying that he was real close and wanted him to play, but I don't know, just it, with the short week, n- not really any practice to get him out there. So it looks like it might be the Carlos Hyde show, maybe? I, I mean, I know, where's Hyde? I saw his name up here, too. He's having a issue also, isn't he? Hamstring. Yeah, he had, he doesn't a, he had carry hamstring. an injury. He, he hasn't played since week seven. Yeah, you probably could. It, it could be the Carlos Hyde show. There's a lot of stuff kind of going on right now in the in the Seattle backfield. Uh, I know what's his name. Well, Alex Collins. Uh, Alex Collins looked okay. You know he right. He had uh, 11 for 43 with a touchdown. Um, you know, then they got DJ Dallas and and Travis Homer and and all those guys. And and even to add a little bit more, Rashad Penny is nearing a return from IR. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that throws one more one more linchpin into this thing. Well, I mean, if Chris Carson's healthy, it's his backfield. Absolutely. But if Absolutely. he's out, you know, it could be a weird 3, 10, 16-headed monster. <laughs> yeah. Although, if, if Carson's out, I think you can play Carlos Hyde. You know, the Arizona Cardinal defense doesn't exactly scare you. No, I think I think Carlos Hyde is, is a pretty good spot. Yeah. This week, uh, let's see. Moving on, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is probably the toughest player in the NFL. I swear. Uh, turns out that he has a partial tear in his throwing hand thumb, but he's planning on playing through it. He was held out of practice today, but he wants to continue to play. What a stud! He really is. God damn, like broken back, bad hip. <laughs> just the poor guy. <laughs> You know, if a quarterback, like, if you could just give a player a Super Bowl ring just because of, like, heart, be like, here, Stafford, you can just have one. <laughs> yeah. Like, you deserve one with all the shit you've put up with. Oh, God, it's true. Uh, Matt Burita practiced full on Wednesday. So it's it's uh, Matt Burita's first practice since week nine. Um, it puts him on, on track to play on Sunday. But that South and Ahmed kid, he looked good last week. He had 20-some-odd carries. Um, you know now you know the Chargers defense isn't scary at all, but you know for right now it looks like Miami really seems to want to have a feature back. And you know, Ahmed went 21, 21 carries to eighty five yards and a touchdown. You know, ever since Miles Gaskin went out with the injury. No, he looked good. He definitely he looked he looked good last week. I know. Uh, sticking with the uh, Dolphins here, Tua Tagovailoa. Is on the injury report for week eleven. It looks like he's got a foot injury. He'll play, but I, I he was a he was a full participant in Wednesday's practice. It looks like they're just uh, yeah, he's just getting treatment. Keep an eye on, yeah. Um, let's see where was 
today. Oh, Tyler Lockett, he's questionable for week 11 against the Cardinals. They said that he has a little bit of a knee sprain, which I don't know how you have a little bit of a knee sprain. Either you do or you don't. <laughs> I mean, right. What, what that fuck? sounds like a Pete Carroll thing. Yeah. You fucking. It's just a little bit of a, of a knee sprain. I don't think he's going to go this week. I mean, if, if he plays, it, this could definitely be a shootout. And it could be a good Lockett game, but, I mean, be ready to pivot. I mean, it, I, I have Lockett in a league, so he's still in my lineup as of right now. But come tomorrow, I'll be checking all the injury reports up until the game yeah, time. So Absolutely. And then, like I said, I don't see him playing. I didn't even rank him. I ranked him just, week. just in the chance that he plays. But, I mean, yeah. that, that could easily change real quick. Uh, let's see, moving on. Devontae Adams with the banged up ankle didn't practice on Wednesday. But, you know, he played last week through the ankle injury in week 10. So, I mean, he's going to play, but just something to keep an eye on. Um, you don't like hearing that kind of stuff. But your boy Kenny Galladay returned to practice on Wednesday. Woo-woo. About time. I mean, he hasn't, yeah, I know, he right? hasn't played since week 8. Yeah. And could be a good matchup, you know, against Carolina. So, I, we'll I, I I ranked Galladay, so hopefully hopefully he plays. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's been ruled out for Week 11, which mm, we kind of saw coming. Yeah, it's still that man has scored two touchdowns in the three games that he's played. He's so goddamn good. He's so good. I know. It's such a shame. This whole year has been such a shame for him and his and the fantasy owners. Dude, 2020s has been a real fucking weird year. Um, yeah, Drew Brees. This this actually could be it for Drew Brees. You know, it turns out he has. I think he said he has. Uh, I think I read somewhere that he has five rib fractures and a mm-hmm. collapsed lung. Yeah, that's like people die. Yeah, from that. And he was like walking around doing his thing. I don't. But, I don't know, dude. He. You want to talk about a tough human being? He's a pretty tough human being. His shoulder injury when it first happened, that was horrific. When he played for the when, Chargers? When he was with the Chargers. Yeah. Like, that was... And just to come back from that injury where n- multiple doctors were like, yeah, you're never going to play again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bet. And he's thrown for 5,000 yards with the Saints for, I don't know, 10-plus years. Won a Super Bowl. And- but I, I think you you kind of nailed it on the head. This might be the end here for old Drew. Yeah, and it makes me sad because he, he had a decent... He actually hasn't had that bad of a fantasy season. Um, I'm looking at his stat line right now on the year. He's thrown for 2,196 yards, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. And that's without yeah. Michael Thomas, the biggest baby in the NFL. But just, I don't know, just sad. It makes me sad because I, Drew Brees will always have a special place in my heart because, you know, being a, a big Charger fan, you know, it just, I, I've always loved him. And I was really sad when he went to the Saints, but, you know, I understood why we had Phillip Rivers on the bench. And it was kind of like, hey, you know, we either need to pay the guy or, you know, Drew Brees, whose shoulder just got ripped out of its socket. I mean, just right. So I understood it. It made sense to me. But, you know, just uh, moving on. Drew Locke, quarterback for the Broncos. Not that it matters because you weren't going to play him anyways. Um, His ribs are banged up and he says he's going to try and play this week. Uh, All right. Good. Good on him. Yeah. Hey, good for you. But the Miami defense, they're. They're legit, so we'll we'll see uh, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Uh, Kenyon Drake got a limited practice. Um, 
Kenyon Drake actually looked pretty good last week. You know, I, I read the stat line and, you know, hey, welcome back. Yeah, yeah, he played well. I think that's really about it for news. Oh, Jamichael Hasty, he was placed on the injured reserve with a broken collarbone. But uh, Raheem Mostert looks like he's ready to come back here soon anyway. So Nice. It was like, thank you for your service, sir. Yeah, now get on IR. Yeah, now, <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the season on IR. Yeah. <laughs> um, Antonio Brown, I like this news. This sounds more like him. Allegedly destroyed a security camera in a dispute with the Homeowners Association in October and apparently threw a bicycle at a security guard. And the Bucks. Uh, front office just found out about it and uh, I guess we'll have to see what happens to Antonio Brown sweet man what the fuck's wrong with this guy you know uh, here's the thing and part of me kind of agrees with with stuff kind of coming out of his camp which is he's getting he's getting falsely accused of, of a lot of shit he's getting I don't know I know he's got like a PR person now. Some chick I think is is running his his stuff, but he, I don't know, man. There's something there's something telling about a guy who's just constantly around problems. And I know that Bruce Arians came out and said today that he's been a class act to this point, but the second he's not, he's gone. Yeah, that's word for word. Well, I mean, I know, like I I know, it's kind of like. Like, like a couple of years back, you know, I'm a big Dodger fan too. You know, the fact that Yasiel Puig had to hire a life coach to wake him up to make sure he went to practice on time. Yeah, you know, pretty and, telling. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, I mean, whether this guy's getting falsely accused or not, the fact that there's always issues seemingly around him, it's kind of yep. like, okay, dude, fine. Maybe some stuff wasn't true, but there's got to be a kernel of truth in some of this shit that's going on. So, you know, the fuck? I don't know. Who fucking knows? Yeah. God. Only God knows. Um, I think that's it for news. Is there anything I missed? Yeah, that's it. No, that's it. Yeah, it looks like that's not a whole lot going on. Just fucking everyone's dying. Oh, uh, Tack, Tack McKinley is uh, <laughs> got picked up off of waivers by the San Francisco 49ers. Because they need, they need just bodies. Because yeah, they need they just need warm bodies to probably just have practices anymore. Um, but he he was originally picked up by the Browns and failed the physical, so they put him back on waivers. Niners picked him up, and I don't know what the hell is going to happen. He may fail though. He may fail it with them as well. Yeah, yeah. Who knows. <laughs> All right, so that'll wrap it up for news. So now we're going to take a look at your NFC matchups for Week 11. Starting off with our Thursday night matchup of the 6-3 Arizona Cardinals. Taking on the 6-3 Seattle Seahawks. I'm actually really excited for this game. This game, I'm, I'm, have, I'm off work tomorrow, so I'm going to be watching this entire game. should be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, Vegas has the over-under at 57.5 because fuck yeah. And Seattle is favored at minus three, which I think I would actually take Arizona plus three. I, I think Arizona could win this game. Uh, I definitely think Arizona can win this game. And, and the last time they played, October 25th, they did win the game. Yeah. 
37 to 34. Yeah, so with that being said, your first, your quarterback, Kyler Murray, he is my quarterback one this week. I've got him as my quarterback two. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be fantastic. Then yeah. uh, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. I had a tough time ranking both of these guys because I'm not sure who's going to head the backfield. To me, this looks like more of a white. I think this is going to be a heavy quarterback just airing it out. I'll, I don't think there's going to be a lot of running back touches this game. So I have Kenyon Drake at 28 and Chase Edmonds at 29. Nice. Yeah, I've got Kenyon Drake at 19, and I've got Chase Edmonds at 25. Not, I mean, I think you can start both of these guys. You know, um, Edmonds went 8 for 56 and 3 for 21 um, last week against Buffalo. Drake led the majority of the backfield. Carries was 16, but he, and he carried for 100 yards. So I think you can definitely play both of them, especially because the Seattle's defense is – do they even have a defense? Which is crazy because they have really good players on their yeah. defense, but for some reason they're just non-existent. I'm pretty sure they should just be firing Ken Norton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he is my wide receiver one this week. And I think you can definitely play Christian Kirk. I have him oh, – I have him way too low. I got him at 39, but the, I, I would actually play Christian Kirk this week. Yeah, I've got uh, DeAndre Hopkins at two. And I've got Christian Kirk at twenty four. Yeah, see that I was gonna say like I should I I'd probably update that I'd I'd put him in like the high twenties definitely mid high twenties. Uh, th- this is definitely a good Christian Kirk game as well. Um, I'm not interested in any of the tight ends in this matchup. God no. <laughs> Moving on, we got the four and five Detroit Lions taking on the three and seven Carolina Panthers. Vegas has the over under. So real quick though, before we we go on with that, uh, I have Russell Wilson. Oh shit! At, the Seattle side, my god. Yeah, it's all good. Fuck it's all good. Yeah, I've got Russell Wilson at my quarterback three. Russell Wilson's my quarterback three, and then running backs. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought Chris Carson was going to play because earlier I read news where Pete Carroll said that Chris Carson was definitely going to play. But now it turned out to be a fucking lie. Because I had Chris Carson as my running back eight. I thought this would have been a great Chris Carson game. But now that I know that it's not going to be him and it's going to be a uh, probably a Carlos Hyde-led backfield, I would – I mean, I would play Carlos Hyde, but I would probably put Carlos Hyde in like the 15 to 20 range somewhere in there. Yeah, I've got Hyde at 33. And that's even that's with Carson out. Yeah. So you see him as like a flex option. Yeah. Yeah. Would you play Carlos Hyde over Jonathan Taylor? Man, what a disappointing turn. I know. He's had. It's been real rough to watch because I loved him so much. Um No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you're firing them up. Um, DK Metcalf, I have at seven. Lockett, I have at ten. Now, you know it, that could change if Lockett's out. I would move Metcalf. Well, actually, I'm fine with Metcalf being at um, se- uh, se- seven. Yeah. But I mean, we'll. we'll I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I think Lockett plays. 
but we'll see. Yeah, and I, like I said, I didn't even rank Lockett. I don't think he's going to play. And I have DK. I actually think this is going to be a little bit of a harder, tougher game for DK because he's going to have another guy shadowing him all game, and that's Patrick Peterson. He's still very good. We're gonna we're really gonna see where he's at right now in a maturity level. Last week he played straight up against Jalen Ramsey, and it did not go well. No, Ramsey shut his ass down. Like you saw right now, why Ramsey is the top of the game. He's the top of the food chain when it comes to DBs. He can shut a guy like DK Metcalf down. Who DK has been really good all year. Let's be real about it. But let's see what goes on because I know earlier in the year, I believe that happened as well, where where DK was followed around by Patrick Peterson, and he got off late, I believe. So I've got DK at 9. I'm not saying it's going to be a shutdown a shutdown game, but uh, I think he's. I've got him at nine, and I've got him playing well. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Now moving on to the four and five Lions, taking on the three and seven Panthers. I actually don't have the Vegas over under for it, but they do have Carolina favored at minus three, which I, I could see that. Um, Matt Stafford, despite the broken thumb, I think he can still have a good game. I actually have as my quarterback eight this week. Nice. Yeah, I got him at 15. Well, I mean, the way I see it with Galladay coming back, and you can pass on the Panthers. You know, Marvin Jones has really stepped in huge for them. But uh, DeAndre Swift, I you know, I love him this week. I got him as my running back nine. I got him at 12. Nice. Yes, we both see him as an RB1 this week. Yeah. Uh, if Kenny Galladay plays, which I hope he does, he is my Wide receiver, six this week. Um, and then Marvin Jones, I have at 34. I, I think you can still play Marvin Jones. Now, if if Galladay's out, Marvin Jones, you know, shoots way up my rankings. But you right. know, I, I think you can play Marvin Jones again this week. So this is one of those weird ones for me because I had a gut feeling that Galladay is not going to play, even though I, I, I've got so many shares of him. I hope he does. Mm-hmm. I have him at my wide receiver 33. I just feel, yeah, I know it's a bit low. But, again, that was me kind of looking at it going, oh, I forgot to rank him because I thought he was hurt. So I chucked him there at 33. (laughs) But we'll see. You know, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be an interesting game if he plays and kind of where their usage is going to be with DeAndre Swift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And then uh, TJ Hawkinson, he's my tight end five this week. You know, you, I mean, again, tight end. So, do you know last week? Actually, let me bring it up right now. Last week, the tight end scoring was so horrible. The number one tight end on the week, I think, was Gronk, and he had just two catches and a touchdown. Yeah, and this is why I despise the position. Which is basically like if you if you don't have Travis Kelsey, it's kind of like go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah, Gronk went two for 51 with a touchdown. He was the tight end one. Yeah, exactly. Like, how yeah. fucking disappointing is that? Exactly, exactly. Uh, I've got I've got uh, Hawkinson at four. Yeah. Other side of the ball, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, knees a little banged up, but, you know, good matchup because the Detroit defense, kind of like how we've been talking about non-existent defenses, they made Alex Smith look like a rock star last week. 
Teddy Bridgewater, I got him as a top ten play. He's actually my quarterback nine this week. Wow. Yeah. Again, this was a little injury thing for me. I've got him at 17. Okay. Wasn't sure. That, that's fair. Uh, Mike Davis, I think Mike Davis is tired now. I, I think his body was just like, you know what? I'm good for like seven weeks, six weeks. That's it. That's all you get out of me. Um, although I, I haven't given up hope on Mike Davis. I, I think I, you still play him, but I did lower my expectations to him. Um, sadly, I moved him down to the running back two status, and he's my running back 21 this week. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I was looking at him. And I, I kind of always bounce around to see where other rank other people are ranking him, and they still have him in like the top five, because it's pretty. It's kind of a smash week. Detroit's defense is weak as shit. I I I, I couldn't do it. I kept looking at him, going, "No, man, you've disappointed me so much." But I put him at eleven this week. Yeah, but I put I him mean, at eleven. If you just a couple weeks ago they took on Atlanta, and he only put up eight point seven points. Yeah. You know. Now Atlanta's pass defense is the problem. Their run defense isn't the worst. I'm not saying they're good by any means, but their pass defense is really where is really where their problem lies. Now, I, I hope Mike Davis balls out because I have him starting in a league. So by all <laughs> means, please do. But I just I, I really lowered my expectations because he hasn't put up double digit fantasy points since week six. Yeah. So I mean it's been quite some time. Um, so come on, Mike Davis. Let, let's see what you got. Um, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. I think the Curtis Samuel train has gone and left. I mean, he was just non-existent against Tampa Bay. But I mean, who knows? Uh, Robbie Anderson. I have him as my wide receiver. Where are you? Twenty-one. And DJ Moore. I have as my wide receiver eight. I think DJ Moore, you know, he had 96 yards and a touchdown last week. So I think this could be another good DJ Moore game, especially, you know, if Robbie Anderson gets paired up with uh, Akuda, Akuda Matata, yeah. you know, the, uh, I just think this is going to be a good DJ Moore game. Yeah, I can see it. I can definitely see it. Um, I've got Robbie Anderson at 14, and I've got DJ Moore at 20. There you go. Uh, moving on, we got the three and six Atlanta Falcons taking on the seven and two New Orleans Saints. Vegas has the over under fifty and a half, with the Saints favored at minus four and a half. Which they're showing a lot of love for Jameis Winston, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, you're still playing Matt Ryan. Um, a little bit of a tougher matchup this week, but I still have him as my quarterback 16 this week. Nice. Yeah, I got Matt Ryan at uh, – it's almost consistent with me here. He's at quarterback 10. Nice. Yeah, I've almost rated him there just about every week. He's always safe. I, th- I don't think that's going to change much. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley, I have him as my running back 16. So, you know. Nice. I, I think Todd Gurley, he has he seems to have a really safe floor this year for some reason. And mm-hmm. I mean, in PPR, he's the running back 11, and that's coming off the bye week. I mean, he's getting a lot of touchdowns, so I mean, you're still going right. to play Gurley. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I've got Gurley to stick with the narrative here. I've got him at my running back 10. There you go. Uh, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley hopefully back. I have them back-to-back. I have Julio at 12 and Ridley at 13. Nice. I've got Julio at three, and then to, again, stick with the narrative, I've got <laughs> Calvin Ridley at my wide receiver 10. So basically you think – do you think Atlanta wins this game? <laughs> I kind of do. I actually do. Yeah. I, you know, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. And then, um, I mean, it, I don't know. If anyone's interested, Hayden Hurst is my tight end 13, but I don't even really want to play him. I'm not comfortable playing him. Yeah, I've got Hayden Hurst at 9. Yeah. Other side of the ball, Jameis Winston. Despite the good matchup, I want to see – I got to see it. You know, he's he's actually my quarterback 23 this week. Um. I mean, he's had some fantasy success in the past. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what we're going to see. It, it's, it's hard to gauge. So, Well, I'm excited about Mr. James is Winston. I've got him at 11. It's a good matchup. I think they're going to chuck the ball around. I might, I, honestly, I'm probably too low on him. It's just, I just was like, I don't know. Um, we were actually talking about it before the show. We'll get into Michael Thomas here in a little bit, but Alvin Kamara, great at football. He is my running back two this week. Yeah, he's number two for me as well. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas, I ranked him at. I got him as my my wide receiver fourteen. My reason being, Michael Thomas hasn't looked good this year at all. But mm-hmm. I will say this: I would actually, despite Jameis Winston coming in. I would have that arrow in the uptrend, mostly because, well, one, the Atlanta passing defense is horseshit, but two, in the past, Jameis Winston has been very good at just locking onto a wide receiver. So you could definitely – I could actually see the possibility that Michael Thomas sees he'll, – he'll leave the game with 15 targets. So. Yeah. Now how many of those he catches, who the hell knows? See, that's the problem. It's, it's those 15 targets are going to be attached to Jameis Winston, so maybe like three <laughs> of them are catchable. But he did get that latex surgery, right? So you can finally see people. That's true. Running routes. So where I'm hoping, considering I've got Michael Thomas as my wide receiver six. Nice. You interested in any other wide receivers? Absolutely not. <laughs> Me too. Didn't rank any of them. And Jared Cook, he's my tight end 12. I don't know. Tight end's gross. Jared Cook, he's my tight end who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, we got the two six and one Cincinnati Bengals taking on the two and seven Washington football team. The over Redskins. Un- <laughs> over under is forty seven, with the football team favored at minus Redskins. one and a half. I actually think Cincinnati can win this game. I, yeah, because I love Joe Burrow this week. I actually have Joe Burrow <laughs> ranked as my quarterback thirteen. I I think he has a good game. Hey, I've got him ranked at 13 as well. I mean, you know, tough matchup last week against Pittsburgh. Everyone yeah, has a tough no. game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you're right. He is going to have a nice little game. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Mixon, I had him as my running back 20 because I thought he might come back. But if it's going to be Gio Bernard, I'm fine with leaving it at 20. Nice. Yeah, we've got Gio Bernard at 26 and Joe Mixon – 
on the bench. There you go. Uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had a tough time ranking these guys. I put Boyd as my wide receiver 26, and I have T. Higgins as my wide receiver 29. Wow. Okay. Well, I've got them at the exact same spot. Really? <laughs> yes. Both of them. I, I That's think remarkable. I, I actually I really like T. Higgins a lot. Um, you know, the shitty matchup against Pittsburgh, but he still went 7 for 115 and a touchdown. I mean, this kid is absolutely producing. So, I I actually, to be honest, I should, I should probably actually swap him. I would put Higgins at 26 and Boyd at 29. But, you know, Boyd's the bigger name, quote-unquote, but... I, I still think you can definitely start both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other side of the ball, Washington football team. Alex Smith, back-to-back 300-yard games. I don't think he's – has he ever done that in his career? Probably when he was in Kansas City. But, I mean, he threw for 390 against Detroit. And then the Cincinnati defense does not scare you in the slightest. And I have Alex Smith as my quarterback 14 this week. Uh, I have Alex Smith at 21. There you go. And then Antonio Gibson absolutely just looked like a fucking monster against Detroit. With, I mean, granted, only 45 rushing yards, but two touchdowns, four for 20 in the passing game. But just looked like a man out there. Like, he looked – I mean, I, I didn't watch the game live, but I did watch some of the highlights and stuff, and he looked really good. I still think that continues on. I have him as my running back 10. And then J.D. McKissick, just his involvement in the passing – He's basically a slot receiver that just comes out of the backfield. I mean, the fact that in the last two weeks, he's had 29 targets in the passing game. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. In a full point PPR, that guy is a monster. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I just I expect the trend to continue. I don't see why it wouldn't. It's working for them. And he's my, he's my running back 17 this week. Nice. Yeah, I've got Gibson at 15. And I've got J.D. McKissick at 20. And then, um, again, if you need a tight end, I like Logan Thomas this week. I actually have him as my tight end 10. Nice. I've got a – where do you have uh, Terry McLaurin? Oh, shit. We skipped Terry Mc, Scary Terry McLaurin. I have him at 19. I actually think he's going to have a monster game. I've got him at 7. I mean, he's had seven catches in four straight games. Yeah. The guys, are, the guys are stud. Terry, well, it's it just shows you that Terry McLaurin is quarterback proof. Yeah, he, yeah, had, you made a comment on that earlier this year. One hundred percent quarterback yeah. proof. Yeah, I mean, he's had nothing but bad quarterback play. Now, granted, it's only been in the league for one year, but bad quarterback play his entire career, and he's just been a monster. He's just good. He's just very good at football. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, we got the two and seven Dallas court, Dallas Cowboys. But Andy Dalton's back. Yay. Taking on the 4-5 and five Minnesota Vikings. Um, Vegas has the over-under at 4.5 with Minnesota favorite at minus 7, which to me is laughable. I would take Minnesota minus 7 all day. I, I, I don't think Dallas puts up much against them. But anyways, because we have to, we're contractually obligated to, Andy Dalton is my quarterback 25 this week. Andy Dalton did not. He did not make my list. I think that uh, you don't play him. Don't no, just don't do. No. Not even You're, in a. She's just not going to do it. Not even in a two quarterback super flex league. I would rather start literally just about any other bench player over Andy Dalton. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Then Zeke, it's the namesake. He's my running back 13, but to be honest, I feel that's actually kind of high. I disagree, and here's the reason why. I, this game, first of all, this game might be over in half the time of all the other games because I think both teams – are going to absolutely smash the rock. Just ground and pound all day. It's going to be like 40 touches on both sides. I've got Zeke at eight. Nice, nice. I didn't rank any of the Dallas receivers because I just I don't know how you do it. I mean, if you have to pick somebody. See, the thing is, is, is you think it's Amari Cooper, but Dalton was really favoring Michael Gallup. But even then, I just I'm not comfortable. Honestly, if it's not Zeke, I'm not playing anything on Dallas. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I get it. I think that's fair. I did put Amari Cooper at 25. Okay, that's fine. To ca- just a one-off touchdown type of shit. Other side of the ball, Kirk Cousins coming off a decent, actually really, really good fantasy day. Um, I think the trend continues. Dallas doesn't scare you at all. I actually have him as my quarterback 12 this week. Nice. I've got him at 19. Nice. I mean, Cousins, you know, he he broke his Monday night football curse and threw two touchdown passes. And just with the emergence of Justin Jefferson, you know, Adam Thielen's still great. But anyways, Dalvin (coughs) Cook, he's my running back one because who else? I mean, it's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. He's my running back one, and it's. It's really not even close. Yeah. He's like I said, he might have more than forty touches this game. He's it's gonna be crazy. Th- okay, th- this is I'm gonna write it down so I don't forget. But this is gonna be my stat line prediction for for Dalvin Cook. I think he's gonna run it at least twenty times. He's gonna run for 115 yards, but he's gonna have three touchdowns. Oh my god! Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Um, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, smash play 100%. Thielen, I got at four. Jefferson, I have at 11. Thielen, I've got at my wide receiver eight. And I've got Jefferson at 23. Jefferson's so good. I, I'm really excited because it's, you know, they lost Stephon Diggs. And I thought Justin Jefferson was pretty good coming out of LSU. You know, big bodied guy and stuff like that. But I was like, right. you know, but how do you replace Stephon Diggs? You know, just he looks great out there. Um, I'm not interested in any tight ends in this game. Absolutely not. And moving on, we got our Monday night football game. Got the six and three Rams taking on the seven and three Buccaneers. Vegas has the over under at 48 and a half. Tampa Bay favorite at minus four. I think it's actually a tough game for the Rams on the road. Um, I'm actually really excited for this game in general. I think it's going to be great. It can be fun, but the Rams looked like shit against Seattle. So that was very shocking to me. But they won the game, though, didn't they? I think so. Uh, Which is terrifying. Goff I have as my quarterback 17 this week. That's impressive. I didn't even draft. I did not draft. I didn't even rank Goff. He pissed me off so much last week in a fucking smash spot. And now... When he's playing a good defense, I don't think he's going to do shit. Where did I? I'm not, what did I? I think I ranked Goff really high last week. Yeah, well, he's playing. He's playing the worst defense in the league. 
in Seattle. So I had him real high as well, and he just shit the bed. Yeah. It was a messy shit, too. <laughs> the, the kind where you just keep wiping and it doesn't clean your asshole? Yeah, yeah exactly. That kind. Uh, Daryl Henderson is technically the lead back. I uh, got him at 19, but, you know, expect to see some brown and acres mixed in. So Henderson at 19 to me, but the, the arrow is actually pointing downward. I just don't like anybody against this defense running the ball. I have, I have Daryl Henderson at 32, yeah. and I did not rank Brown. Then Cooper Cup and Woods love both the guys. I still rank them fairly high just because of talent and, and namesake. And I, I actually think Tampa Bay, you know, the Rams shut down Seattle. They did win. They beat Seattle. Um, but I, I think – I think Tom Brady finds ways to put up points. So Cup I have at 15, and Woods I have at 20. Yeah. I have got uh, I've got Cup at 17, and I have got Woods at 22. Okay. Um, other side of the ball, Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady has a good game. I, I, I think he's, he's playing great. I mean, they have, they have all the receivers are healthy. Gronk is – back in full swing. He's my quarterback 11 this week. Nice, man. Yeah, I think that this is going to be a, a tougher game than a lot of people give, than a lot of people will think for their offense. This defense for the Rams is number two in the league. Kind of silently, too, because I feel like they've let up some points. They haven't looked great. But uh, I think Tom Brady it won't quite be the smash spot everybody's thinking. I've got him at 12. I can see that. Um, your boy Ronald Jones that you hate. You texted me. You're like, I fucking hate Ronald Jones. And I put a tweet out too that I probably shouldn't have, just with a middle finger saying, "You fumbling fucker." <laughs> and then of course he breaks a 98 yard run for a touchdown, and I was like, I take back everything I said. You I'm know what? Sorry. Even if you take away the 98 yard touchdown run, he still had like 100 yards rushing. Yeah. But I I think. I ranked him way too high. I'm looking at it right. I have him at 12, but I got to lower that. There's no way. Yeah, I've got him at 17. Actually, as I'm looking at the players that I got here, I'm dropping him live on air, which is going to be recorded. He's falling to my running back 21. Hmm. That, that That seems more accurate to me. Um, Godwin Evans Brown. Very tough to rank in fantasy. Very good in real life football. Um, Godwin, I have the highest at 17 because I don't think he's going to get Jalen Ramsey'd. Um, right. Mike Evans, I have at 25. Antonio Brown, I have at 27. So I think you can start any of these three guys, but it's kind of tough, though. I feel you 100%. I've got, uh, I've got Godwin rated the highest as well at 19. Yeah. I have got Evans at 30 because I am 100% confident he'll probably get Ramsey'd. And Antonio Brown is just outside my top 33, and he's going to be on my watch list. He might not be on the team here soon. That's a very true statement. Just because of the the statement that came out recently about him, you know, smashing shit up. And And throwing bicycles and all that crap. Yeah, you know, throwing, throwing bicycles at the HOA security guard is never a good idea. You know, maybe he deserved it. Yeah, it's possible. And then Gronk, I have him as my tight end four this week. Nice. I got him at eight. Yeah. 
So that's going to wrap it up for our NFC matchups for the week. Uh, next episode, we're going to break down your AFC games. Um, thanks for listening, guys, and showing your support and love. Um, yeah, hey, thank you. Get us on social medias, FF Football Show on Instagram. Get us on Twitter at Filthy Show. Uh, send your emails to filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much for listening. And we'll check in with you guys next time. As always, this is King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.